Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening, and welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew that you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And I'm fucking hyped because we're going to make predictions about what we think is going to happen in the Obi-Wan show. Kenobi, whatever the fuck. (laughs) I can't even control myself. (laughs) I fucking got them, folks. Well, hold I'm, on to your asses. Let's go. I okay. Let's do it. All right. So before we can jump into our predictions, we're going to get the terms and conditions and business out of the way. Uh, Cody. Uh, people can find us on all social media at SITV pod. We are at uh, SITV pod on Twitter. Uh, we are on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere like that. Um, but where else can people find us if they want to support us possibly financially? Uh, yeah. If you guys, our show is ad free and uh, we do an hour every, every week for you guys. Um, and if you feel so inclined to pay for some extra content, you can go over to our Patreon, uh, over there. You can give us uh, $5 a month. That's our only tier level. Uh, and you will get uh, access to our Patreon as well as a bonus mini episode every week. They're about a half hour long, so that works out to for your five dollars every month. You'll get about two hours of bonus content from us, uh, as well as a direct stream to talk to me and Mike and and some Discord benefits and other stuff like that. But the big thing is you get a bunch of extra content. Absolutely, and folks, uh, don't be a patron unless you feel like you want to, uh, don't do it. If you don't have the financial means to do so, there is no requirement to do this. It just helps Cody and I pay for the cost of hosting and distributing the pod. Um, but if you want to support us in any other way, please give us a like, a follow, a rating, a share, a subscribe, anything like that on any of the social media that you're on. It makes a difference. It feeds the algorithm and it gives Cody and I that little bit of, little bit of dopamine, that little hit. When we see when numbers go up, nerds are happy. Ever fleeting hit of dopamine. It gets harder and harder to find the older you get, doesn't it? Yeah. Fucking a. But thank you for listening to our rambling at the beginning of the episode. Uh, Cody, we just watched the trailer for Obi Wan Kenobi, the limited series that is going to be hitting Disney Plus in late May, May twenty fifth. Did you ever think you would get this excited for a trailer that had music from the pre- prequels in it? Uh, yes, because <laughs> the music in the prequels fucking goes hard. It yeah, is some right. of the best things to come out of those movies. And like, I'm not a prequel hater. I think they did a lot of things right. I think they're deeply flawed, but deeply enjoyable films. Um, and right a fucking way when the opening to Duel of the Fates hits. Yeah, it's good. Goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps. The, up my, it, uh, the term is called frisson. It's a French <laughs> term. And it's when a piece of music hits you and like the hairs on the back of your neck stand on end and you get goosebumps and like that chill kind of goes through you. I experienced that effect when when that happened. Dude, it was it's so great. Um, 
that like black screen and the sand effect over the text. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's real good. Yep. Now, it's interesting. As far as I know, it is set like about half ten years. Yes, ten years. It's set about halfway between episode three and episode four. There's about roughly eighteen to twenty years that takes place between those two. So. Uh, Luke and Leia are like 10, 11 years old, maybe somewhere in there. Yeah. Well, we see Luke in the trailer fucking whipping a VR speeder around sitting on the top (laughs) of his house. That's right. He was a, he's a pod racer. Like his father, he's going skirt (laughs) playing too fast to pod racer playing fucking temple run VR. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Obviously, Obi-Wan is on Tatooine between these movies. And he's watching over Luke because Leia uh, went with uh, the senator from Alderaan, Bale Organa. Organa, yep. Yep, which is where her last name comes from, Leia Organa. Uh, And so she's living the high life, like silver spoon in her mouth, getting a way better education, getting taken care of and taught everything. Like Luke's over here picking dust out of his nose while Leia's learning her fourth language. I don't know. Um, yep. So Obi-Wan's like, all right, she's going to be fine. I should probably go watch over the kid that I'm sticking in the desert. <laughs> and well, so hangs this out is there. always kind of a weird thing with that I that I like yeah. always felt, I guess, was just that do you think Obi-Wan, I mean, do you think he goes there because he's with family? Like why does Obi-Wan choose to stay there? So this is talked about in the revenge of the Sith novelization a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and I highly recommend anybody listening to go read that book. It is, uh, quite frankly, it's an excellent piece of literature in its own right. I know we've talked about it on the pod before, but, uh, basically, uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan are talking about where they're going to hide the kids and Bail Organa is like, I can take the girl. My wife and I have been trying to have a kid. Nobody will think anything, you know, different. We can easily say we hid the pregnancy that's common for politicians, blah, 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 blah. And sure, that's great. Uh, where are we going to, you know, Yoda's like other, other child to where are we going to hide backwards talk? <laughs> are um, we? Yeah. And Obi-Wan's like, well, the one place Anakin hates and would never want to go back to, especially now that he's fallen to the dark side. Uh, well, and at that point, Obi-Wan thinks he killed Anakin. Right. So he's like, the one the one place they would never really look, the backwater planet, there, you know, there are still people who knew Anakin there, right? Mm-hmm. And if Obi-Wan goes and explains the situation to them, you know, says, Hey, you gotta be hush hush about who this is, like the Empire is gonna be looking for this kid. Yep. You remember you remember how powerful and badass Anakin was. They they want to kill this kid. You need to hide him. Like he's going to go to the Lars family, and because you know because they do have that family tie, and also because Tatooine is like middle of fucking nowhere. Like it's sure, like the Star yeah. Wars version of the Appalachian Mountains on the East Coast. Like down in the holler in Tatooine. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of the setup for the show. That is the background information. Obi Wan's been living in the cave riding space camels and yep 
watching over little Anakin. I mean, sorry, little Luke, who's uh, playing VR. Man, it's just, it's kind of bizarre to me, right? Like, it's bizarre guess, to me. I never I thought we'd this, get here. I guess this is the first, like, because now I've got all these questions that I'm, I wonder if they'll even answer. Because okay, well, boys had there. to accept this like time period as happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we finally get to see it. But like, so you're right. Kenobi thinks that he's killed Anakin. He thinks Anakin is dead. Yep. And so does, does Obi-Wan ever learn that Vader is Anakin? Yes. So I believe well, he's, it yeah, is. He's got to know. He has to know in four, right? Yes. I think he even knows at the end of three. I think he, um, I think it's either mentioned or he know, or he learns Anakin's Darth title somehow. But hmm. um, I, I think he knows that Anakin is Darth Vader. I don't think he believes Anakin's still alive. And so that's, there's going to be a rude awakening because they've confirmed that Vader's in this. Oh yeah. Cause Hayden Christensen is back. Right. And Ewan McGregor has done interviews saying like, you know, we we still keep in touch. We're still excellent friends. We haven't like seen each other in 10 years. Right. But, and then he's like, we were shooting some scenes and I was in the Obi-Wan costume and he was in the Anakin costume. And I looked over at him and nothing had changed. Like it's a really almost touching little interview. Yeah. Where he, he talks about how like he's, it's like they step back, back in time. And he's like, neither one of us had aged and we were comfortable and we instantly slipped back into those roles. He's like, I don't know. It was really cool to see, but yeah, I, we're going to see some clone wars flashbacks. I bet, which would be cool. Well, and, Ahsoka is still on the table. Like we ha- we have a cast. Uh, yeah, Rosario Ahsoka. Dawson. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, she could appear in the flashbacks, maybe. Um, but I think we're gonna get at least one duel between Obi Wan and Vader at some point. Yeah, I think that will probably have to happen. A la Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah. Because isn't that the end of Fallen Order? Yeah. Spoiler. Yep. Spoilers, uh, this ties in a lot with Fallen Order, this show does, because of the Inquisitors. Now, the whole voiceover from the Grand Inquisitor is him talking about hunting Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, for the folks at home that aren't familiar with the Inquisitors, throw throw down throw down some basic info about the Inquisitors, Cody. Uh, I actually don't know all that much about them, uh, to be honest, without... You, you know, like, you know what they are. You know what they do, what they be about. I mean, they're about hunt, hunting down Jedi generally. Correct. Um, they and, are uh, dark side force users. Yep. Uh, they answer to the emperor and they hunt down Jedi. They were his like his Spanish Inquisition, basically. Like so. If, yeah. But they're they're heavily used by other Sith, right? Like. Because they work pretty closely with Darth Darth Vader, do they not? They do, right? Okay. They they do, and most of them answer to Vader, uh, just as well as they would the Emperor. But I'm sure there's some that are ambitious and want their own power and kind of want to show Vader up and show the Emperor that oh, I should really be the apprentice. Like, gotcha. I should be second in command. And I'm I don't think any of them know that Vader is Anakin Skywalker. 
because if they knew that they would be shitting bricks, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's a, that is very strange. Yeah. That, that people don't know that that people generally don't know that. Yep. That's the thing. Because you, you keep as in the mind. audience. Yeah. You as the audience know. Yep. Huh. There's even some scenes in the comic books where they like fly over Tatooine or like, like Vader goes back to Tatooine to talk to Jabba and Jabba the Hutt is like, Oh yes, you, you know, the empire is always welcome here. We're happy to do business. What do you mean you're looking for a Jedi? Who, who of note, who important, there's no one important that's ever been born on Tatooine. Nobody good has ever come from here. This place is a shithole. Yep. Like you can't see behind Vader's mask, but Vader's just like glaring at Jabba. Like you have no fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I have 10,000 questions about the trailer. I have a couple answers, maybe. Okay. So, who who is doing the voiceovers? Do we know? Because there's yes. two people, right? So, there's the opening, which is Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor. Right. And then there's the Grand Inquisitor, who's kind of like the head honcho of the Jedi hunting folks. Okay, that- and he is in Rebels. He's in Rebels, yes. Okay. So, he hunts down, like, Kanan... And yep. Ezra and some of those guys. I haven't watched Rebels, but I can, I get the gist of it. I've read some of the plot summaries. Uh, he's most of the like plot of Rebels that I have seen. He's like the overarching yep. bad guy, basically. Yep. Um, okay. Interesting. So is he also supposed to be the one that we see on screen the, in the, the trailer? super, the super pale faced guy? Yeah, the one who yes. looks like the bad guy from Prometheus. Yes, exactly. They, they took the bad guy from Prometheus and put him in. Put a little bit uh, of red paint on his forehead. Yep. And people are mad because. That's not at all what he looks like. Right. In Rebels. That's why people are mad. <laughs> and I, I would be willing to bet, depending on how much of it has been filmed, that this is a Sonic movie situation where they probably so? are. They're probably going to go back and fix it. At least I hope they do because it looks bad. I don't buy into the nerd rage a lot, but yeah, it looks fucking bad because, uh, like, let me, let me make the distinction. I, I agree. It looks bad while I'm not going to let that ruin my enjoyment. (laughs) Well, it's just so it would be like if, if like, uh, who was it? Who who is the other character we just saw in the end of Book of Boba Fett? Uh, the blue guy. What's his name? The bounty hunter. Oh, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. So he comes in and looks awesome, right? And it would yeah. be like if that character who has a loyal like fa- following fan base, whatever you want to call it, people who sure. really love that character. And if he came in and like his head wasn't shaped the same way. Right. Or, you know, and people were mad about Cad Bane. Oh, his nose isn't strong and his skin color is different. It's not dark enough blue. Whatever. I Look, I get it. But, but we like is, to like things. This is vastly different. This. All right. If you put a different set of armor on him and gave him a tail, he's Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. He is. It's <laughs> a bad skull cap, I think. It is a really bad skull cap. And like we we can be excited for this while still admitting it doesn't look very good. Just uh, that part specifically is all. I think the rest of it looks great. Like, mm-hmm. I I have no issues with any of the 
like anything else. But if that's who this character was, he didn't look good. He doesn't look like the character to me. Now, I'm okay with it if they make him scary. Like, if they make him intimidating, if they make him a badass. Uh, Same thing with this new Inquisitor they've introduced. Uh, Her name is Reva or Reva. Um, And she is shown like, what's that? She looks sweet. Isn't she the girl from Thor Ragnarok? She plays. uh, Is she? One of the Valkyries. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who plays about. Hang on, I'm gonna. You're gonna hear the favorite third character of this podcast, keep, the, the yeah. keyboard. Keep. I'll keep vamping, Cody. Uh, so, the Grand Inquisitor, he ends up fighting. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize where does Rebels take place in the timeline compared to this? Because there's gonna be some runover, right? Um. Because like this is where kind of Clone Wars leads up to and. Rebels kind of takes place somewhere in there as well, I think. Sure. That because I don't I don't know. I know Rebels takes place between 3 and 4, but I don't know exactly. I do know that uh we got the actress wrong. Tessa Thompson plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. But Reva is played by Moses Ingram. So, uh oh, okay. she, she's from The Queen's Gambit and The Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, gotcha. So I need to ask Emily because Emily's watched Queen's Gambit and loved it. Um, but I have not seen it. So I've not seen it either. But wanted to get that right. Um, yes. As far as timeline goes, yes, there might be some overlap. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I don't know. When when is Rebels set? Another Google question. When does Star Rebels has to Rebels be... Okay, no, Rebels takes place after this. So Right, so this is in the gap. To use the official Star Wars timeline numbers. Okay. <laughs> uh so the Star Wars timeline uses the Battle of Yavin as kind of the BC to AD crossover, yep. right? So there's BBY and ABY. Uh so it's kind of like BC where like the smaller the BC number, the more recent it is. If Kenobi is 10 BBY, Rebels is 5 to 1 BBY. So this takes place before Rebels. Right. Allegedly. So so the Inquisitor can't die. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Did they they really just... Right? God damn it. Now there's like no stakes here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sorry to do that to you, but... I'm just I'm trying to understand where he's at because that character changes quite a lot. Um, okay. In this fights with like uh, Kana or Kanan and uh, Ezra whoever else and Sabine Ezra. and all them. Yeah. Yep. But the the character changes quite a bit, so I was just wondering what we were getting. But we're getting an earlier version of the character versus. Well, maybe his head guy. gets squished and stretched out, and that's how they. Honestly, it's the nose for me. I could deal with the head, but like the Inquisitor has like a very long, like long hooked, pronounced, yeah, yeah like hooked, hooked nose. nose. And this guy's nose is just, I, I don't know, very normal. Sure. But the premise of the trailer to kind of piggyback off your Inquisitor talk is that mm-hmm. they're hunting down Jedi and whether that's Kenobi or whether that's some other Jedi, you don't know. Um, we see a body hanging, like 
the camera's like behind the feet of the body and you see uh Joel Edgerton, I think. Uh is it Joel? Edgerton? No. Joel uh Yeah, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Uh he plays uh a young Owen Lars, right? So you see oh, him yeah. in in the in the market square like staring up in horror at this hanging body. You see Riva like cutting him off with her lightsaber, not cutting him, but like blocking his path. Like, where do you think you're going? Um, so I'm super excited to meet Owen. So he's in, he plays Owen in attack of the clones too. He's in, he's in the prequels. I know. I'm just, I'm excited to see live action. Owen Lars. Yeah. Owen, like before he becomes a crispy skeleton in a new hope. Yeah. And well, I also just, I assume he's going to be a character to some extent. And we've mm-hmm. never, I mean, we've never really seen him as a No, as he had like, like 10 minutes of screen time in Attack right. of the Clones. Yeah. Right. So he's probably going to play the role of, you get the fuck away from this boy, you damn space wizard. He just wants to grow up normal. Yep. He probably uh, got to be out so, there moisture farming. Hey, man. Moisture farming is a tough life. <laughs> Like on a desert planet, no less like, geez, it's like an inverse water world. Instead of dirt being worth something, water's worth everything. (laughs) Water's worth everything. And also, I think they've they've released some shots, you know, talking about moisture farming. That leads me to Tatooine. And why does Star Wars always keep coming back to Tatooine? Well, I don't think the show is going to be completely on Tatooine. It can't be. I, no, I've got. I'm so especially after Book of Boba Fett. I gotta admit, when that first like shot of him on the on the desert camel, I was like, wherever they're shooting, they're gonna they're getting a ton of time out of because <sighs> yeah. Well, they're using the volume. They're using their their super green screen like surround screen thing, which is cool as hell, by the way. Um, yeah, but there's been teaser shots released. And they've mentioned the planet name. Uh, they've basically said at some point, Obi-Wan is going to go to this other planet. And it's like the space version, the Star Wars version of Reno, Nevada. So like he's going to, you know, he's going to be elsewhere. And there's a scene of him on a rooftop. He's like pinned behind a air conditioning unit. And he's clearly got a blaster in his hand and he's taking fire from two different angles. And so I'm excited to see Obi-Wan go elsewhere. than other than being on Tatooine because like, I agree completely. There's only so much story you can tell on one fucking desert planet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's star Wars, right? We also just can't like, not everything is happening on that planet. So you have to see other planets. Like, yeah, there has to be right. <laughs> yeah. Like other characters are also not on, Tatooine, not on right. world. Yeah. Right. So like all of your Inquisitor stuff is going to have to happen somewhere else. and Or they go to Tatooine. I mean, it's shown that they're on Tatooine at some point. At some point, yeah. So I don't know if they're looking for Luke or if they're looking for another Jedi or if they're looking for Obi-Wan. I'm sure they're looking for Obi-Wan to some extent. Maybe. I, I mean, I imagine because like Palpatine knows that he's still out there somewhere. Palpatine does know that Obi-Wan and Yoda are alive, I believe. Yeah. So I'm sure those are public enemies, number one and two. Especially for... if he's like trying, because we're going to see, 
you know, some of the young Vader stuff now, or like, you know, quote unquote young Vader. He's sure. just become Vader. He's been um, well, he's he's been Vader, he's been Vader for about ten years at this point. Well, right, but I mean like Oh, that's a good point. But still, this is the earliest that we've seen, right? Well, other than and and Hayden Christensen did make a comment about playing Vader again. He said, it, you know, he's like, this isn't my character. I just get to play him, and I love what some of the other directors and people have done. He's like, in particular, there is that iconic scene in Rogue One at the end. He's like, I watched that. Like, you can't watch that scene without feeling the fear. And yeah. like he said something about like how inevitable or unstoppable Vader is. He's like, I tried to bring some of that to my portrayal in Kenobi. And I'm like, Ooh, awesome. <laughs> give me more. Oh God. There's, I don't I'm think gonna, you're going to see much of it. I, I don't either, but I think what you are going to see is terrifying. And I think we're going to get the moment where Obi-Wan realizes that it's Anakin in that suit. Yeah. I think that's going to be tragic as hell. Oh yeah, I mean, like it, Disney. If this show doesn't make me cry, I will be disappointed. It's, it's got to make you cry. I honestly think Obi Wan's got to lose. Like, yeah, oh yeah, his skills maybe have atrophied a little bit, and it's not going to be a happy ending. I don't think. No, although Kathleen Kennedy did come out and say she's like we we had to do some rewrites and reshoots because. The script as it was, was too dark and too tragic and too unpleasant. And I'm like, why though? Yeah, that's terrible. That's, that's what I what, want. Yeah, that's not what anybody wants. <laughs> give me, give me the sad. They don't want you to feel anything while you're watching this, Mike. I know. And it makes me, well, I guess it makes me sad. So you fucking want Disney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... To, to geek out for, for a second, I know it's kind of mm-hmm. unrelated, but it's it's a pretty famous shot from the new comics that have come out since Disney bought it. So it might be Dark Horse, I forget who, but there's a scene where Vader is on a battlefield. I think it's called Vader Down is the comic, and he gets shot down on some like rebel sympathizer planet, their mm-hmm. base. And they literally have like an armored convoy and a hundred folks all training their blasters on him and the... uh like the, the rebel general or captain or whatever says, you know, you drop your weapons and, and put your hands up. We have you surrounded. And Vader, like it zooms in on his face and it says, all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. And he lights his lightsaber up and destroys a fucking army single-handedly. Like Yikes. to, to go to a Patreon episode, that's like some, uh, that's like some shard blade and shard armor bullshit yeah. right there. That's the, that's the real deal. Yep. But if we get if we get angry Vader, like imagine how angry he's still got to be at Obi-Wan. Oh, it has to be super. I mean, the peak of his anger, right? Yep. Like, yep. That was the day his life went to hell when yeah. his wife died. His best friend left him for dead. Well, and he like he knows his children are out there at this point. He knows that mm. Obi-Wan has betrayed him. So he doesn't know that his children are out there because really yes because in Re- return of the jedi when they're fighting at the end oh. um he says the line vader says the line when he's taunting luke and trying to get luke to come after him he's like 
reading Luke's thoughts and his feelings and his emotions. And he says something like, you're thinking of your, your sister. So you have a twin sister. Well, if you won't turn, then perhaps she will. And that's right. what pisses Luke off and gets him to, to attack. Like Vader, Vader got him in the heart with that one. So Anakin doesn't even know if his kids are alive. He thinks he killed Padme that day. Because remember what, what the Emperor told him. You know, he's, he's yeah. where is Padme? Is she yeah. safe? <laughs> it seems in your anger you killed her. No! Yeah. <laughs> the, the most gifable moment. It's the worst scene. Yeah, it was a little hokey. It was a little hokey. But, yeah. so Anakin doesn't even know he has kids. So then, I mean, it still makes sense for him to be hunting down Obi-Wan, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or any Jedi left, honestly. Yeah. He's got to finish the job he did in the temple. I mean, he still thinks that Obi-Wan is the reason why Padme went against him. You turned her against me? Uh, yep. Yep. Can we just quote that whole... I mean, honestly, I'm tempted to just go back and rewatch the, that scene because that duel. Oh, that has, duel on Musafar or whatever is. Yep. You got it right. Don't doubt best, yourself. That's some of the best Star Wars out there. Aside from the moment where they're like twirling their lightsabers and missing each other for like a split <laughs> second. Other than that, it's really good. I think, I mean, that is, man, it's got to be some of my favorite Star Wars. Yep. Right. It's right up there. Well, and the novelization goes into it a ton and like they don't focus on like the ins and outs and the individual strikes, but uh, they talk about how these two knew each other better than anyone and they practiced against each other constantly right. and they sparred and they had been training together for years. And so they were sitting, you know, this wasn't a dual fought in the moment. This was a dual fought four, five, six, ten strikes ahead. 10 exchanges of blocks, parries, slashes, because that's how fast and how far ahead they had to think to try to get one over on each other. Right. And it even talks about how like at different points, they didn't necessarily want to hurt each other. Like yep. Obi-Wan was holding back for a decent chunk because he didn't want to kill Anakin and Anakin at some level didn't want to kill Obi-Wan either. Like, right. Ugh. fuck dude. This is going to, this better hurt. This yes. really ought to hurt. Absolutely. Like, if it's not a good story, but it's a great story. Right. I just mean it's not a happy story. No, it's, it is not a good story. Right. This, this is a tragedy. And the, and anybody who tells you it's a downfall, the, anybody who tells you that the prequels are not a tragedy is kidding themselves. Right. Because, this is the story all about how Anakin's life got flipped, turned upside down. Yep. And it's still going and it's only getting worse. And it's only getting fucking worse because he went from hanging out with Yoda and all the Jedi and Obi-Wan and having a wonderful wife who's a senator who loves him. Yeah. Now he's got to hang out with a guy that's basically a prune and a bunch of fucking stormtroopers and everyone's scared shitless of him. And he has to, he can't even take his helmet off without being in his special hyperbolic time chamber. And he hates sand. He fucking hates sand, dude. He fucking <laughs> hates sand. 
Um, <laughs> God, it, life sucks when you're Vader. Yeah, it does. And, it, you know, it just makes you wonder what would have happened if he didn't need the suit. Like, if he could have still been himself. Like, right. Yeah, crazy. Like, I think the Emperor is on record as, like, noting that, you know, he lost, Vader lost a lot of his connection to the Force because he was so much machine. There was, like, physically less of him to be yeah. connected to the Force. And uh, and that's got to be, yeah, scary what might have been. So, so we've got, yeah. I have another question. I might have answers. We're, this, we're fucking rambling. That's fine. Uh, there's one quick shot right before I think it says uh, the hope thing in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we see a Han Solo blaster uh, near a leg? Let me pull this up. Let me go check. There is a shot of a blaster near someone's leg in like an alley. Let me pull this up. It's very, very quick. Hang on. And I wrote down solo question mark. Hope survives. Hang on. I got to turn the volume way the fuck down because this is loud as hell. (laughs) Right before hope survives. I think it's right before that. Hang on. There's a very quick shot with a gun in it a blaster and it's a pistol is it right before the birds fly up yes okay so that is obi-wan on a roof that's the scene i was talking oh in the alleyway in the alley yes where reva is standing there it's her silhouette and you only see you don't see the who's holding the gun you don't see who's holding it but looking at that i've got it freeze-framed right now um so, uh, Han Solo's blaster is a heavily modified Blastech DL44 blaster pistol. Okay. And I have the 3D print plans for it if anybody has a 3D printer <laughs> and wants to make it. I have one printed. I haven't assembled it. But now that I have some mini paints from the paint night we did there the other go. night, maybe I can assemble it and print <laughs> it. And I've got it's got like a spring mechanism inside it. Uh, one of Dan's buddies modeled it and printed it. And yeah. so when you pull the trigger, it goes like click, 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 like a toy gun, <laughs> toy gun should. Nice. Um, but this is not Han Solo's blaster, actually. Uh, okay. It looks like Very it because similar. of the, well, the big scope on top. Yep. The big scope on top has it, but it's not blocky enough. This is like longer, skinnier. Um, I don't know. I can't tell you what this is off the top of my head. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. Go back. Go back. Enhance. Enhance. Photo editing. I don't know the silhouette of this one off the top of my head, but uh, it is not Han Solo's blaster. And I don't think it would matter if it was because you're staring down a fucking Inquisitor, dude, whoever you are, whether you're Obi-Wan or someone else. I was wondering if that's why they were keeping it secret, if it was going to be a reveal of someone we knew. In my defense, also, that is a super fast shot of that blaster. It is such a fast shot. Um but it has a big scope on it, and I can yeah. see exactly what you're what you're talking about. Well, it's also got that kind of like cone shaped. It it, it has a, a muzzle a muzzle yeah. device. We'll call it. Um, For some reason. Well, who would it be? Who do you think would it be? Cal Kestis from Fallen Order. It, God, it could be so many people. There's a rumor that Tamara Morrison is going to play uh, Commander Cody in this. Your namesake. Uh, Obi-Wan's... It could be Cody. It could be. 
like meeting up meeting up with Riva on a planet as he's running like an undercover mission or something. She's like, We're tracking down your old general. And he's like, He's going to be a tough one to find. Like, what if uh what if Obi-Wan's all out of options and has to contact somebody? Look, Cody, I I know we got off on the or well, we left off on the wrong foot. You tried to kill me, but I need your help. I can see it. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be interesting. It, I don't think clones get to retire is my problem with that. <laughs> That's fair. But and in maybe, canon, don't don't they have a chip that- in their head? I was just going to say, maybe that's the way that they try to address like clone ha- clones having independent thought or humanity. Maybe. Who knows? But I... Because I, we'll Cody say, would be old, right? Ten years. He would be... He ages fat, much if faster. He, if he was f- genetically and physically 20 to 25-ish in uh, the prequels, then he would be 40 to 45-ish. So he would be like, yeah, he would be Near the like, end of his life, right? I mean, if life ends at 45, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I mean, like, how long do they live? So I they only age, lived like super. They age twice as fast. Oh, okay. So they still have the rough human lifespan of somewhere between 80 and 100. In Star Wars, that's extended a little bit because of medical stuff. But I'm just saying that if, if he was biologically 20 to 25 in the prequels, then he would be 40 to 45 by this point because 10 years for a clone is 20 years. Right, right, right. So I'm he'd be the you. right age for Tamara Morrison to play him and if he shows up in this show. Yeah, I mean... Like a bantha. <laughs> he was also wherever they were filming already, like at the same time he, they were filming. He was, so he was already there. on He was already on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, he's on location. <laughs> keep shooting. Just keep those cameras uh, rolling. Christ. Change the armor. Put him in the different armor today. Yep. All right. So we've kind of already predicted a few things, but let's just run down a few of them that we've talked about. Sure. Uh, we're going to get some Clone Wars flashbacks bet- with Obi-Wan and Anakin kind of broing out. And like, I this I love this guy like a brother. Um, I think you're going to see Ahsoka in those. That's mine. All right. That's bold. That's bold. I, she's got to... As you a flashback? Keep on... Or like in... No, as in the Clone Wars flashbacks. Oh, then yes. Okay, that's less bold. I thought you meant like she no. shows up on Tatooine like, hey, Obi-Wan, how's it hanging? Well, she'll be, I think it'll be in the Clone Wars flashbacks that will that we'll see her. Um, mm-hmm. But I think in general, we will see her even if it's not in that context because they have her show coming. So they want to keep you interested in the character. I think that's why she showed up in Book of Boba Fett too. Yeah, that's true. They and, they like gotta keep showing you her so that they're like, We're making that show. It's coming. Like Remember this? <laughs> yeah, right. God, and her interactions with Luke were so limited in Book of Boba Fett. Like Yeah. Give me a whole three episodes of them just sitting around the campfire while Grogu roasts a frog and she tells him everything about who Anakin used to be. Like I would I would actually really enjoy that, but Give me Ahsoka staring into the fire while, you know, she shakes her head sadly and looks at Luke. You want to know about your father? He was the best of us, kid. He was the best of us. He was the best Jedi there ever was. Like, go into every... Because she, like... Like, like, practically like a sister. Like, she loved Anakin. Like, 
like he taught her everything. They fought. He learned from her. She learned from him. Like almost as close as the relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Have you ever seen the sunset limited? I have not. That reminds me of the Rockport limited from the adventure zone, but no, very different. Um, it was a Cormac McCarthy book that they made into a movie. Um, Ooh, Cormac McCarthy, man. It's got Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Samuel L. Jackson in it. Mm-hmm. And they're, and it's basically just their conversation. That's all the book is, too. It's like a conversation between two mm-hmm. characters. Um, and that's all this one is. And they talk about some really heavy stuff in religion. And it's really good. But I want, like, the Luke... Uh, and Ahsoka an Ahsoka version of this where it's just like two people in a room and like just the conversation back and forth. And they like do things during the conversation. Like at certain points, I think Samuel L. Jackson like gets up and starts doing the dishes, but like they're still talking, you know, he's Mm kind of like talking over his shoulder and stuff. And so they're all like doing things and the, the set does kind of move around like that, but it's just like this long, super long format conversation between the two. And it just wanders and yeah, like I think almost it'd be great like you're to watch. like you're very voyeuristic, very fly mm-hmm. on the wall. Well, I I want that. Ahsoka's character kind of has been the a fly on the wall. Like we've never had a great uh, story, like her story, kind of like you get no. it in Clone Wars, but it's along with everything else that's happening, right? Sure. Like, um, it. So it is interesting to be to like get her perspective because she has been involved tangentially in so many interactions with these characters who deeply care about one another. Right. Well, and it's like it's her and R2D2 that have been involved in right. fucking everything. Yeah. And like she's left the Jedi Order by the time of episode three. And she's not talked about on screen or in the movies or anything. And, you know, I, I, I almost wish I, I wonder if they ever do a special edition and have like a conversation between Obi-Wan and Anakin, like just like add a couple of lines where Anakin's like, I just, I hope Ahsoka's all right. Like, Bobo, like, you know, they reference her. Yeah. In episode three. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Um, but I, I could see her showing up in a flashback for sure. I don't know if she shows up on Tatooine talking to present day Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's a that's a tough sell. But a flashback I could see. And that would be incredible if they. Because that would be what we were just talking about. Like it would be right. a tie into the movies like. Yep. Geez, that would be nuts. It's got to be. That's got to happen. I'm, it's got to so, happen. Ahsoka appearance in the Clone Wars flashback, a Clone yep. Wars flashback in and of itself. Obi-Wan's got to fight Vader. Obi-Wan's got to realize that it's Anakin in there. Yep. Cue tears. Cue the waterworks. Disney uh, make does, me cry. Does he also tell him that his son's alive? I don't think so. I think he wants to, but I think Obi-Wan does not do it i think obi-wan keeps his mouth shut because i think a lot of this show is going to be about obi-wan's crisis of faith right right so wouldn't it be more of a tragedy if he saw it as his opportunity to gain his friend back 
to tell him that his son was alive and that a part of him and his mother uh, was still in this world in an attempt to bring him out of the darkness and back towards the light. And Vader doesn't care or doesn't believe him. I I could see that if Anakin, you know, Vader goes liar. Right. But I, I don't think so because that's not in Obi-Wan's character. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, So the whole redemption thing, believing people can be redeemed didn't really start until Vader, right? And the old school thought, the old school Jedi, and Obi-Wan's an old school Jedi, right? He's an old Republic Jedi, yep. whereas Luke makes his new order. We've talked about that on the Patreon. Go subscribe. Uh, <laughs> nice little plug. Got to plug it. Um, we've talked about that on the Patreon a little bit. Luke's new school, new new Jedi order versus the old Jedi order. Uh, and again, I'm going to keep referencing that Revenge of the Sith novelization because it's just incredible. Uh, they mention it and they go into it numerous times how Obi-Wan is the quintessential like essence of what it means to be a Jedi in the Old Republic. He is the apex of what what they all stood for. He right. is like the purest form of Jedi. Like even like the the book describes him as like this is Obi-Wan, a phenomenal pilot who hates flying. A deadly combatant who hates fighting a phenomenal diplomat and negotiator capable of brokering peace between anyone who just wants to sit at the temple and meditate like they like he he doesn't he's very humble like he's even talking to mace windu uh, when they send him to go after grievous and mace says something like well grievous is known to fight with multiple lightsabers he's he's a he's a huge offensive master like he's He's a problem. He brings a ton of firepower and offense to the table. So who better to go after him than the master of defensive lightsaber fighting? And Obi-Wan's like, oh, I wouldn't call myself a master. And Mace corrects him and says, I didn't say a master. I said the master. Right. Like, give yourself some credit. And so Obi-Wan toes the party line. Obi-Wan is humble. Obi-Wan always does the right thing. And he even says it at the end of episode three, right? Like, I will do what I must when he has to fight Anakin. Like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to fight his friend, his student, his brother, like the closest person to him in the whole world. Right. But I will do what I must. And so when it happens in Kenobi, when they're fighting, Mm -hmm. he is going to want nothing more than to tell Anakin, tell his friend, your children lived. You didn't kill Padme. She died in childbirth. Your children are alive. They need their father. He's going to want to, but he knows that he can't because the plan is for him and Yoda to make sure Luke and Leia grow up, to bring them back to the fold as Jedi, train them up, and use them to fight against the Empire. That's always been the plan. And Obi-Wan tells Luke that that's the plan. And Yoda knows that that's the plan. That's, and and you can argue it's very Dumbledore of them. Like they don't treat these kids very well. Right. And I've been talking for forever and I'll let you get a word in edgewise here. No, no, I, it's, it's definitely valuable 
and stuff that I really hadn't taken into account um, of the character well, because because I really I really do think my problem is is something has to happen at the end of this show that basically turns Obi Wan even more into a recluse, right? Yes, like something has to happen as a resolution that makes him basically disappear for I another agree. 10 years. So, uh, I mean, the only thing I can think of is something very traumatic that happens where, where it would be something like that kind of betrayal or I, 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 I don't know what it's going to be, I guess. The Obi-Wan and Vader fight doesn't go down on Tatooine. It can't. It can't go down on Tatooine. And Obi-Wan versus the Inquisitors, I think he's going to fight the Grand Inquisitor at some point, and he's going to fight Reva at some point. Reva. And I think he wipes the floor with both of them. I think like I think he kicks their asses, and they run away. They don't, like, he doesn't kill them, but they escape. And they go and tell Vader, and that's what they're like. Obi-Wan's on this planet. We found him. It's Kenobi. What well, didn't you, you know, Vader probably doesn't even say, like, why didn't you kill him? He's like, ah, of course. You guys are imbeciles. He was going to kill you. I'm glad right. you told me. Like, then he goes there and confronts Obi-Wan. I, I disagree. I think what you'll see is a fight with the Inquisitor that Obi-Wan wins. I think you will see, Re- I think it's Reva. Yep. Uh, I think you will see her uh, take him out by subterfuge, capture him, and bring him to Vader, where you will get your Vader fight. I don't think he fights her. I think she is too really? good, quote unquote, and is able to basically capture him via whatever sneaky means, and then and, get him to Vader. Okay, I could see that happening. I could see that happening if Obi-Wan allows himself to be captured. Like, I don't think, I don't think she's going to be able to beat him. Like, do you know I, what her name is in the, in the Inquisitor? Cause she's one of the sisters, right? Something. She yeah. I don't, like is she the third sister? I'm not sure, but cause I don't think they've said it. I don't think they've said it. Because she's got to be second sister. And if the she's second, second sister. That's what people are saying. But I think they've come out and said she's not the second sister. They okay. haven't said which one she is. But the second sister is the main villain in Fallen Order, right? Uh, I mean, Kinda. describe main. Yeah. Generally, yes. Um, Who's also fucking scary. She's also. And she is like the last one of the last bosses that you actually fight. And got have it. To beat. Um well, but let me get back to what I was saying. I think Obi-Wan allows himself to be captured and be brought to Vader so he can try to take Vader out. Once he finds out and, and puts two and two together that Vader is still alive, Anakin must be still alive. He's like, I I have a chance to take Vader off the board if I surrender to this Inquisitor who's young and a hothead trying to prove herself because they've described her character as very vicious, very violent, very ambitious. So I could see that happening, but we'll see. I guess she could be seventh sister. Isn't that 
the I don't think the, you actually see that one in the game. You see the ninth sister. Uh the seventh sister is on Wikipedia. Is her name something? Uh no, but she's pictured. She is a different species other than human. Oh, so is the ninth sister. She's voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller. Huh. The who seventh sister. Da- Daphne, right? Uh yeah. And who, uh Buffy. Who was Daphne next to right? She was Daphne. Yeah. In the Scooby Doo movie. Yep. Next to Freddie Prince Jr., who voices fucking what's what's his name in Rebels? Who voices Kanan in Rebels and they're married? <laughs> and they're married in real life. <laughs> like Scoob. <laughs> we gotta get out of here, man. It's the seventh sister. <laughs> It's not a bad Shaggy. My brother does a really good Shaggy. <laughs> Dan does a phenomenal Shaggy. It's fucking scary. Uh, what else was I going to ask you? I had something. More predictions. So I don't just got to wax and wane about... Obi-Wan is probably my favorite Star Wars character. Fair. If you if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess... How... I, I guess I'm just stuck on the end. Because everything has to go back to more or less status quo. Right. Something. I think most of this has to take place off world. Because. Yep. Uh, and oh, I think maybe a, a recurring theme is that Obi-Wan is probably trying to keep his head low on on planet. and On Tatooine even. Right, that's what I mean. Like trying so, to keep his head low and stay on planet, and is like forced to leave a bunch for whatever reason. Well, what could make him leave? Uh, well, if he is having a like, if he's being hunted or whatever, it's almost better that he is seen somewhere else other than Tatooine. That's true. Especially yeah. if he's if the observation is that he is in hiding or whatever. It's almost better to like make yourself seen way f- further away or whatever. Right. Kind of smoke screen it. Smoke and right. mirrors, as we like to say. Smoke and um, mirrors. I've got another one for you. What if Bail Organa contacts him and says something's happened to Leia. She's been kidnapped or whatever. I need your help. Why would they get Leia? Because she's a, a the daughter of a senator. She's no, no, no. Royalty. Like, I'm saying, like, how would they find Leia? Well, I'm what I'm saying is like it's not the Inquisitors that get Leia. It's some group that wants to ransom Bail Organa's daughter. Fair. Hey, Leia's been kidnapped. They don't know who she is. They just think she's my daughter. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. <laughs> Bonus points if it's a blue hologram. Like he a new know, hope. Does he have? Does he give him when they separate at the end of uh, return or at the end of episode three? Does, I'm sure. Does he have a communicator? I'm sure he does, and I'm sure it'll be like after Owen and Obi Wan have an argument. Like you need to stay away from the boy. He just wants to grow up and be a kid. He don't need none of that spaceman. I'm Owen is a space hick. Is my I, point. <laughs> I'm catching that, but yes. also. Is Owen, I, 
I'm excited to meet Owen. I think Owen's supposed to be a nice guy, right? Blue milk. Owen's, Owen's a nice guy, but he he fucking hates Obi Wan. Like, oh, I didn't know that. In every depiction, I mean, okay, we don't know if he does yet, but in every depiction, uh, there's a great Legends book out there called Kenobi, and it is. I we're gonna see a lot of similarities between the two. That is a western, essentially. Kenobi is a western. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can talk about the novel in a little bit, but in every depiction, whether it's in a new hope, a new hope, like he tells Luke, like you stay away from that guy. He's bad news. Like, don't go asking around for no goddamn Ben Kenobi. You stay here at work and farm the moisture. You ain't going to know a damn Academy. Like Owen is a grumpy old man in a new hope. And I think we're going to see a little bit of how he becomes that in Kenobi. Well, my prediction then is that whatever is happening in the show that Ben starts off as a good character or not Ben, uh, Owen, that Owen starts off as a sure. good character, someone that we like, someone who's charismatic, likable. And then through whatever is happening in Kenobi, which we know basically nothing about, yeah. uh, then his wife gets put in danger or Luke gets put in danger for some reason. And that's what makes Owen, be like you're a, you're the problem right like your space magic. they're hunting you they're not hunting this kid they're hunting right. you you're the so problem. you stay away from the you kid. stay away yep i have to protect the kid you can protect the kid by staying away from him and then obi-wan gets all sad you're the back. one they're trying to kill right and then obi-wan gets all sad and goes back to his cave and he's sitting there meditating maybe talking to qui-gon and then bring the communicator goes off it's like Obi-Wan, they took Leia. Come help. Holy shit. We could see Qui-Gon. Yeah, dude. I'm Liam Neeson. (laughs) That is fucking wild. We could see so many people. (laughs) So there's a fucking, there's a Tumblr entry out there called uh, Star Wars. the, the, The text basically goes like, Star Wars is ridiculous. Some weird ass alien will come on screen and the diehard Star Wars fans all start freaking out saying, OMG, Glup Shitto is back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but seriously, this is going to be like, because it is like in the transition period where all mm-hmm. this st- crazy stuff happens to set up yep. the in between. Like we could see all kinds of people, oh, all yeah. kinds. It's nuts, dude. Any anybody and everybody. Like if you could see I mean, Maul. We could see Maul. I don't think we will. We could I see Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum and Obi Wan face the fuck off in the in the interim. In the meantime, you can't see Mando. Mando's too young at that point, right? Yeah, Mando's a kid. You can't see Mando. Uh, unless it's like, there's no way a child. Well, because he was a he's a fine foundling, right? He is a foundling, but I don't know because the Death Watch were super secretive. Because this is after the Empire has destroyed Mandalore, right? But if he's a foundling, he could have been anywhere, right? That's he true. He wouldn't have been on on Mandalore ever. If you see fucking Mando, I'm gonna riot. <laughs> <laughs> we could see Mando, but he's gonna be a kid. Maybe he plays with Luke. <laughs> I and hate it's you super so meta. Right <laughs> it's super meta. And he's like, they're pod racing together online or something. They're in each other's Discord server. God damn it, Cody. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to choose the Naboo Starfighter. It's Wizard. 
Stop trying to make wizard happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Dude, it could happen. We could see 10-year-old Din. The worst uh, part is Disney is probably going to do something dumb like that, and they're not going to give us the sad <laughs> Obi-Wan show that I want. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You might be able uh yeah, you would probably be able to see like a young Boba Fett potentially. Yeah, he could show up. Young Boba Fett could show up. I was yawning, sorry. Um He'd be pretty young though. Han Solo maybe? Cuz Han's always been older than Luke. That's what I said. Han Han could show up. That's why I wrote down Han question mark in the cuz I mean Han and Lando. What? what if you see fucking No, you can't. Huh. Timelines. <laughs> just trying to just think. make that make that the clip for Instagram and, no, and Facebook. Absolutely just... not. Timelines. Timelines. It's like the aliens meme. Yeah, aliens. <laughs> Timelines. Glup uh, shitto. <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out because you can't see uh, Ben Skywalker, right? Oh God, no. No. You mean Ben Solo? Yeah, that's what I meant, Ben Solo. No, Han and Leia haven't even met yet. Leia's 11. That's not okay. (laughs) Yeah, good call. Disney's over here like, stop right there. (laughs) My brain is just so in a pretzel. That's how, that's an indication of how fucked up my brain is right now, is that like, I can't, I can't even picture this time in between the movies and like who is possibly there or not. Boba Fett could be cutting his teeth as a bounty hunter. Han Solo could be cutting his teeth as a smuggler. Qui-Gon could be hanging out with Obi-Wan and like, I'm an astral projection. We could definitely see Yoda. We could see a, a cut shot to Yoda as sitting on a log growing moss. In the swamp planet. Yeah, on Dagobah. Um, you could see... We could see Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa if he calls up Obi-Wan. Uh, you could see maybe a young, uh, Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Oh, okay. Because he's, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. He's, he could, you know, he could be a young rebel. You could see the beginnings of the Rebel Alliance. See, but I don't think you're going to see much rebels. No, I don't think you will either. I don't think you're going to see much of that. This is going to be focused on Obi-Wan and I'm here character. for it. And like, I kind of do wish it's going to take place more. Off world. No, I think I kind of wish it was. I almost wish it was even more sad than it's going to be. And it's just like poor, sad Obi-Wan, like walking the same trench back and forth in the desert. Like, Hell yeah. He, he's got his just like day shift, basically. Oh, it's Wednesday. So there's. I got to go walk this canyon. Yeah, right. There's trivia at the cantina tonight so i guess we're going there and i you need to read if, if you mundane. want if you want that you need to read kenobi it's i have a copy of it maybe i'll bring it when i head over for your your wedding yep. um but it is a legend story so it's non-canon now it's about some misadventures that obi-wan what's that i said then it didn't happen 
thousand yard stare, like the, the yeah. Vietnam cupcake dog gif. That, that um, hurts. So you uh, you need to read that because it is what you want. It is the story of Obi-Wan getting into misadventures on Tatooine. And like he's this mysterious guy that comes into this general store all the time and buys a bunch of supplies and puts them on his pack animal and walks back yep. off into the desert. Yep. And, you know, eventually he like stops a bandit raid on the general store or whatever because he can't uh, – he can't just sit idly by like the inquisitor says in the store in the voiceover like yep. it's in their nature to be good or to help or whatever it's like an itch they eventually have to do good things or whatever yeah paraphrasing badly but um like uh he like helps these villagers like fight against some sand people and then basically uh i mean spoilers if you're going to read the book but like, <laughs> Basically, there's a, a number of scenes where, like, he makes sure that no one is around that's going to live before he draws his lightsaber. Sure. And, like, he, like, kills the bandits or kills the Tuscans or whatever or kills some thugs. And, like, the other character's point of view, they're like, Ben was around the corner and I saw this blue glow and heard, like, some screams and stuff like that. And then he came back around the, back around the corner like, Ben, are you okay? Oh, yes, I'm fine. Thank mm-hmm. you. Everything's all right. Nothing, nothing happened. Like he conceals the fact that he's a Jedi. And like at the very end of the book, this woman who's like this pseudo love interest for him, but he like lets her down easy. Cause he has to go live in the desert and be a hermit. Uh, she kind of suspects, but she respects him and cares about him too much to say anything. And like, she knows, and he knows that she knows, but he knows yep. she's not going to tell anyone. It's, it's very much a Western. And it's a really fun read. I have one one more question for you, at least. Mm-hmm. And I, I want your opinion. Well, uh, you fucking got it all episode, so and I well, this is gonna be a quick one, so I'm trying to set it up a little bit. But uh when the inevitable fight happens between Vader and Kenobi, mm-hmm. what color will the lightsaber be that Kenobi is using? Ooh, (laughs) that is a good one. (laughs) I bet. Here's how I bet it goes down. Okay. I bet in, in line with my prediction that he lets himself get captured by Reva. He surrenders to her. Mm -hmm. She takes him to Vader and Obi-Wan springs himself out of his cuffs or whatever. And like, she's so Riva's so surprised, like, Oh my God, he could have done that at any time. And he force pulls her lightsaber off her belt and ignites the red lightsaber. And she's like going to run after him and do anything. And Vader like stops her and is like, do not interfere. And then you get the duel. So I bet it's going to be red on red. That's my prediction. Damn. Damn. That is not where I was going at all. Where were you going? Oh, well, I'm wondering if he's going to fight him with Anakin's saber. Oh, shit. Because he has it, right? Yeah, he has it. He's got Anakin's lightsaber. An elegant weapon from more civilized age. Here you go, Luke. Your right. father used this to kill a temple full of kids. <laughs> Enjoy. Use your shard blade. It can't do worse than that. So... <laughs> Now let's put a fucking air like fighter pilot helmet on you with a 
opaque <laughs> visor and wrap up kid fight a fucking fucking softball. army a full army jesus that's my prediction i'm i'm saying red on red that red on cool. red that's a wild prediction not red at all what red. i thought was coming well i said he's gonna let himself get captured and there's no way he would get captured with his lightsaber intact so Fair. i bet you he hides it you know bail organa is like come help me and so he leaves his lightsaber at home because there's a scene of him behind that air conditioner with the gun and we get to see Obi-Wan murking dudes with a gun and people are going to learn why Jedi didn't use blasters. Spoiler alert, because it's too fucking easy. Yeah. Um, there's a reason aimbot hacks get you banned on all servers <laughs> for any game. Like, here's here's my bold prediction. You ready? Uh, it's going to go the way of Fantastic Beasts and how to find them or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, and basically Obi-Wan's going to get in way over his head and everybody's going to know that that's what's happening in town. Right. And he's going to yep. have to go through and like force obli- obliviate everyone. <laughs> he's going to have to be the linchpin. Uh, so like he knows that if they see him again, their memories will come flooding back. And so he has to go be a hermit in the caves. Okay, so he basically is going to go around and be like, you will forget ever seeing me. And that's why he has to go as Ben Kenobi and not Obi-Wan anymore. Well, he's he's got to be going by Ben already because if anybody knows, I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi was a galaxy famous general. Like, sure. he was on every, I was going to say television. Network, cereal box? Every cereal box, every hollow net <laughs> program. People loved Obi-Wan and Anakin. They were the poster boys for the war. They were heroes. He's he's a known quantity at this point. So he has right. to be Ben. Ben what? Ben uh Ben Kenobi. Oh, like uh, like that Obi-Wan guy? No, Nothing no. Nothing like him. No, common <laughs> common common surname. I, I get mistaken for him quite a bit actually. I wish <laughs> I wonder if they are going to like bring that have that scene happen where they're like Yep, sounds good enough to me. <laughs> it's Disney, so I'm expecting Marvel quips in right. this. Just like we got, like, there are going to be things that are going to be able to be memed to hell, like fucking Book of Boba Fett had. Right. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. A lot of bold predictions. Some fun. Yeah, that one's not going to happen. But if it does, I'm, I'm going to be right back in this chair. Just screaming into this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> screaming into the mic on shouting into the voice. <laughs> right. uh, folks, when this episode goes live, let us know in the comments, what are your Kenobi predictions? What do you think is going to happen in Disney's latest and greatest limited series uh, about our favorite Jedi, Obi-Wan Kenobi? But until that happens, my name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And these aren't the droids you're looking for. Those are my droids, though. They're not, though. But but they are. It's they're just Randy no. Daytona. <laughs> they're, they're my droids. <laughs> Jackie Daytona, real human Barton. Is it Randy Daytona? That's a yeah. real fucking person. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> now I just want to fuck. I mean, we've already had Mark Hamill. In. We've already en- we've ended this episode already, so that's getting cut out. Get it no, out of there. It's staying in. Leave it in. <laughs> Past Mike to future Cody. Leave it in.
<laughs> God damn it. Now I want Ewan McGregor in what we do in the shadows. <laughs> That'd be excellent. I'm, I mean, they got fucking Hamill. They That's what I was definitely... about to say. They had Mark Hamill. Yeah. I also want Mark Hamill on Critical Role. but I just we'll want there. Mark Hamill and everything. I want Mark Hamill to hang out with me. That'd be it. I mean, open invite on the pod. I'll fucking anytime. tweet at him. I don't if you're, if you're listening, Mark. Anytime. Hey, we got we got certain names that are just guaranteed. <laughs> That's definitely one. No questions Our- asked. Po- podcast hall passes. <laughs> <laughs> Capable of restraining yourself, or do you take pride in being an insufferable no-till? We're gonna have to go right to ludicrous speed. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.